Hey everyone, welcome to the new episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Today we have Godspeed Records. Um, we have three of their artists coming out to talk, so if you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of explain who you are. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll go first. I'll just start it off. Um, yeah, I'm Ethan. Uh, I perform and release music under the name Save Ferris. Yeah. I'm Zell, and I go under Feedback on the Way, and I'm from Louisiana. I'm Bexley. I go by Desert Rose. I produce and I rap and I design a lot of the graphic content you see for Godspeed. Cool, cool, cool. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on the, the podcast. Um, I just wanted to ask, how did you all meet? Because I know you guys are all kind of from different areas. Um, how did you all meet? How did Godspeed Records come? Like, Talk about that formation and how you guys all met. Yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I met, I met Bexley. Uh, I met Rose through a mutual friend of ours, because I started to produce beats. I didn't like fully rap yet, or like get into like fully making songs. But I was really into producing, and my friend was like, "Hey, I got. I know this kid who raps. Like, you should like work with him." And then I met Bexley through that, Rose, and um, yeah. That was kind of cool. And then I met Zell, Feedback OTW, um, through this through this guy, Nate. I actually met off of some, like, app selling online, selling, like, old clothes online. And I met Zell through him. Shout out, Nate. He's cool. Huh. That's cool that, like, a random buying clothes, like some guy on a clothes selling app or whatever, just now you linked and now you're in a record label together and, like, kind of, you know musicians is like i don't know like ferris dm'd me and was like yo do you want to do a song and i was like who is this kid like first of all i don't even know this guy but he's like i don't know he's just both it was something about like his approach that i liked. i was like okay mm-hmm. so we did a song i don't know we just linked it was it was cool. It was like everything was just smooth sailing after that. Cool. So what made you guys like after you guys kind of became friends, started to know each other, making music together, um, what made you like decide like, hey, we should come together, form a label, um, and why form a label and not try to get signed? Because, you know, everyone nowadays tries to get signed, tries to get signed, tries to get a label deal. Um, what made you guys want to create your own thing and kind of do your own wave? Well, I think that, you know, with, like, the way home recording is today, like, the way we're even doing this podcast right now, like, we're on our phones, you know, recording audio through, you know, just the internet or whatever. I think that the power of home recording and just production in general has become a lot more accessible to people at home. So that's kind of what the thought was behind forming, you know, our own kind of label and our own kind of you know, not having to, you know, feed a demand or anything like that, or like have to sign into like a contract where you just go in debt and, you know, to like these major labels and like, don't get me wrong. There are some like good major labels out there that like, you know, you, if you know the right people, you can get the right thing. That's right for you. But I think just forming Godspeed, you know, as a label, it helps us just all keep information in line to help each other so like say like i know somebody 
like that would work really well with Zell or Zell knows a producer that could get beats for Rose. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like that. So yeah, that's kind of a good idea. Cause yeah, like you said, like nowadays it's super easy. Like if I wanted to do this like 10, 15 years ago, I would have had to have a huge studio cameras, all kinds of stuff. Um, it would have been like impossible for you guys to do it remotely. Um, and especially like music, like 15 years ago, you would have had to pay hundreds of dollars an hour just for some studio time. And you, you know, you can't mess around. Um, and so it's really cool. That you guys kind of came together and like, Hey, let's pool our resources. Um, you know, Oh, I, Hey, I know a guy that makes these beats. You should, you know, link with him. Um, and so that's cool that you guys kind of are still your own separate artists, but still found a way to like come together and pool your resources. Um, so with that being said, I kind of wanted to know, like, what do each of you bring to Godspeed Records? Like I listened to all your guys' music. Um, so I, I kind of know, but let the, let the audience at home kind of know, uh, kind of what makes you unique and what do you bring to the Godspeed Records? Um, I've tried to produce. I'm not the best at producing, but I think my, my lyrical abilities and my, my wordplay is higher than than uh you know your average rapper and um i'm fairly good with the graphic design stuff i've done a lot of covers for ethan and zell so yeah i i I focus mostly on the art uh aspect of the label but i also make music myself too yeah i mean i feel the same kind of way with like a little bit i kind of do a little bit of everything really like you know, I mix a lot of records too. Um, I mix a lot of our songs that we release on Godspeed. Um, you know, I produce a lot as well. I also write a lot. I'm kind of like a psychopath. <laughs> I just kind of like, <laughs> that sounds awful, but I mean, it's kind of like, I just, I mean, I feel like I bring like a little bit of everything to the table, whether it's like, someone I know or like a record I can mix or like something I produced or like writing like it's it's a little bit everything so yeah um I make music myself I'm a singer rapper writer but uh I I usually do like a lot of behind the scenes work as far as uh just making sure everything's in order I'm making sure that we're meeting like meeting meeting our deadlines um just make sure everything is cohesive and like me and ferris we kind of like manage so nice so yeah it's cool that you guys kind of i mean like i said earlier pulled your resources but i mean you all kind of have your own unique things you guys have your strengths um and you kind of you know use those to better uh together like you said you know like rose you said you like do all the covers and stuff um you guys have some really cool graphics and so it's cool that you know you can use that but then like use your mixing and mastering and like all that stuff um but then kind of to add to that what is each of yours like unique like writing process that you know beat selection process like you're you know going to write a song what is that like i usually actually do stuff in reverse since i'm an artist i usually do the the cover art and the title first and then i find a beat i either produce it myself or you know i have ferris make me a beat and i write on top of that based around the art and the title of the song i think for my kind of writing process it's either like i i usually always start with a beat or like i start with some kind of 
like lyrical one line or maybe it's even just the song title i just think it's like really beautiful but i usually do that and you know either either of those things happen and you know you just kind of sit down and kind of just throw stuff at the wall see if it sticks really just that kind of thing or something like really sad happens and you just write about that and that's always fun yeah it's always it's always fun traumatic events this would be a good song it makes the best art it really is yeah with me it's like i have to be inspired in order to like do a song because if if i'm not feeling it it's just not gonna go well so i have to like see something and be like okay yeah this is not and then boom there's there's like this amazing song in my head i'm just like okay i have to like I would hear it in my head first and then I would either use my phone to like I guess jot it down and then as soon as I get home I have to lay it down because if not it's just going to be gone but like I don't know it's, it's really it's a spark so then I, I kind of uh briefly mentioned it earlier but I mean you guys all have like different backgrounds of where you're from, um, like, you know, from Utah originally and like St. Louis, Louisiana, how has, um, your past and like growing up in those areas? Cause I'm, I'm from Kansas. So, you know, kind of a little different than some other, yeah, music, uh, heavy places. So I kind of grew up in a little different scene. Um, so I'm curious as to how, how, where you're from really affected your guys's music and your art in general. I don't really know. I would say, I mean, being from St. Louis, you know, and, and, you know, being really into the hip-hop kind of scene, I would say that, you know, being being from here, like, you know, you growing up and, you know, I'm 19 growing up, you know, I heard a lot of, like, the Nelly kind of stuff, like the club hits with, like, you know, like the Lemma and, like, you know, like Air Force Ones with, like, the Lunatics, the same Lunatics, all those kinds of guys, you know, I think really makes me from where I'm from and I'm really proud to be where I'm from I'm really happy to be from St. Louis and I, I love I love my city and I love everything about it like I've, I'm really happy of our culture with here you know with where we are and you know that kind of thing so I grew up in this this really small desert town called Hurricane Utah it's about two hours outside of Vegas and I think primarily just living in the desert it influenced my my whole sort of image as an artist so i've got a lot of you know the desert aesthetic sort of you know wild west and i think that plays into my music too because i do all types of different styles so it's like you know it's wild anything goes so with me so i grew up in baton rouge and i don't know like with that city is more of like a competition and you can easily get like caught up in it, but uh, with me, I just try to stay true to myself, and that's where like things started to blow, and like, well, like, I guess growing up in that kind of um, like with that city is lots of crime, lots of uh, hate, and I try my best not to like get influenced by that and try to just stay peaceful, stay calm. But yeah, um, it can be hard though. 
Nice. I always just like to hear how people, especially, you know, coming from all over. So like I said, I'm from Kansas, so it's really different um, compared to like a city. Um, like you said, you came from a small town in Utah. So, you know, I'm sure that really affects your art. I mean, obviously with the desert in your name. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Nelly performed at the Kansas State Fair this past year. Uh, so <clears throat> I unfortunately was not was not able to make it. But Nelly's also pretty big around here as well. Um, yeah, dude, Kansas City, you know, all that kind of thing. It's great. Yeah, Kansas City. I mean, I don't know a ton about Kansas rap, and this doesn't have a huge, huge history. But I mean, there there are some people, um, like Tech Nine, and a bunch of other people that are still, even for being Kansas, there is still some representation here. Um, and Kansas City is a really cool place. Um, <clears throat> so kind of with that being said, you guys talked about your process, what you all bring. Um, to the label what do you guys like what is I mean I know everyone wants you know fame or money or whatever but like what like what do you guys really want to accomplish with your music or with your art like what what is your real like non-monetary goal with that non-monetary goal I'd probably just say to get my art out there for people to hear what I'm doing and for people to enjoy what I'm doing regardless of if I'm you know, become a millionaire off of it, or if it's a flop, if I'm able to just have like five diehard fans who just listen to my stuff and they just love everything I do, I think at the end of the day, you know, I'm satisfied with that. I had a conversation like th- three days ago, or actually a few nights ago with Desert Rose, and like I was talking with them and I was like, man, like, you know, because we're independent, like, we're doing like all this, like, like literally like we do like there's so much work that goes in behind this like it's really hard to like see but you know I was talking with Rose the other night and I was like man like you know like this next song like I don't know like you know PR like what there's so much shit you gotta work can I cuss on here yeah 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 yeah. you're good yeah you're good Uh, okay all right yeah yeah there's so much shit on here that like you know I was tripping about it and like yada 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 and like he's like yo like don't trip because like you just you got to remember like why you're doing this and like I like I thought about this really deeply a few days ago and I think the and I know the reason why I do this is because I just it just it's kind of the only thing that's ever really made sense to be honest I know it sounds like really depressing but like I don't know like (laughs) it just makes sense like like to 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 reach out to somebody in a way and like to not have to sit there to like have a conversation with them i think it's just so powerful and like moving in that kind of way so that's that's why i do what i do it's just to reach out to people and you know have a conversation yeah with me is like i just want to spread a message and just like get my point across and really that's kind of how my my name came to be i just want to respond to like all of the things that are like going on in the world and just really just get my get my uh, get my a point across but yeah it's really it honestly yes yeah, i mean definitely with like the podcast like i get what you guys are talking about like there is so much more behind like actually putting stuff out that you don't think of like <clears throat> i mean obviously 
Like, I'm the only person that does the podcast. I have to record, reach out to people, edit everything. Like, I'm editing my first clip, it was like a 20, 30 second clip, but it took me like hours because I had to figure out like, okay, this is how I wanted it. This is how I wanted it. And then I eventually like changed it because I realized it really wasn't a very good format. So I tried updating it again. And, you know, you got to do all that yourself, which is, I mean, awesome because I, you know, can have the freedom. I can be like, hey, I want to change this and I can change it. Um, but it, I mean, it definitely is, is a lot of work. Um, and I get what you're saying with like, you know, like if you just have five diehard fans or someone like, like, I, I mean, you know, I'm still pretty small. So like, I see when I get like those few comments on the videos, like I see when I get new followers or people that like, and it, you know, it makes me so happy, even though I maybe get a, you know, a few likes or like five comments maybe. Um, but it's still like, you know, I still want to keep making stuff for those people. Um, and so, like, I'm really excited to see, you know, how that'll grow because, I mean, I'm happy enough with it, you know, just the size as it is right now. Um, so, yeah, that's <clears throat> that's really cool um, with all your guys' goals, and I wish you the best with that. Um, but like you said, as long as you have fun, that's all that matters. Um, but now I kind of want to get into some more, like, specific questions um, for, like, each of you. Um, so <clears throat> let me take a drink here real quick. All right, so feedback. We're going to start with you. <clears throat> All right. Um, so I watched your uh, "Keep Your Distance" player, the music video, and I wanted to ask kind of what the process of that is, like uh, filming the music video, how that came about, um, and if you have any other future music videos planned. Gotcha. Um, with that specific song, uh, I don't know. I was just in a weird kind of headspace, and I was like, uh, just by myself a lot, just, just not really like around people. And, um, I guess that was right after like the quarantine and stuff. And like, especially now it's just so important to just kind of like watch out. Cause you know, like COVID and stuff is going on. And I was like, okay, back, back, like give me my space. Like, and I, like, I heard it, I was like, okay, boom. And so we did the song and I was talking to like some people that I was like with at, at the time. And um, I was like, okay, we should shoot a video. This is like the hit of like the project that I was, I was doing. Um, I was like, okay, this is like the, the hit. And so I linked up with this guy uh, in Baton Rouge and uh we shot the video. It was beautiful, and yeah, it 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 really got what I was trying to get like across as far as like give me some space because I'm the kind of person with to where like is like I don't really like people, I guess on my back a lot. I just I just like the, there's times want to just be alone, and uh, yeah, I I am working on some like some more stuff. I'm going to be shooting a video for a project that I've been making for a while now. It's called Phases. And uh, yeah, we're like really, really all in. So, yeah. Nice. That's cool to see how that, I mean, kind of COVID inspired that, but also, you know, just wanting to be alone. Cause I mean, I'm definitely like that. 
Um, you know, I like my private time. I like to stay in my room and just do whatever. And then I'll go out when I feel like it. Um, so it's kind of cool that it also tied in with COVID, um, and stuff there. Uh, I also wanted to ask on your song, wise guys anthem, um, off your album, uh, at the beginning, it's like super like energetic and kind of like, you know, in your face. And then halfway through the song, it kind of cuts to more, uh, like melodic and more like pretty, I guess, more beautiful, um, so it kind of demonstrated like your big range. Um, how do you see your sound developing in the future? And like, you know, are you still going to have a, a big range or do you think you're going to more focus on one sound? Um, how do you feel like that will come on the new project? I feel like my, my sound is constantly changing. And uh, like for a while, I was just trying to find my sound. And so I was like doing a lot of experimental stuff. But as of lately, I've, I've I've kind of found the pocket that I'm in and like what songs work and what songs don't. So, yeah. Nice. I'm interested in uh, <clears throat> seeing how that sound evolves for the next project. Um, and I also wanted to ask, I know you've done some like past live performances. I wanted to ask you like how that process was um, and like how, how, how you felt, like what was your favorite moment from one of those? Right. Um, when I first started to do like shows, I was really, really nervous. But uh, it's like the nerves are like in the beginning. Like the minute that you get on stage and start doing it, that's whenever you just feel the most. Like with that, doing shows, you have to almost like be like a god. Like you, you have to like become this big person and like control the people that you're doing a show for. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh-huh. Say, I, uh, I, there's not very many rappers that come to Kansas. I mean, maybe they'll come to Kansas City, so I've never really been to a rap concert. Um, but I went to a big kind of indie music concert a few weeks ago in, in Denver, and even though it wasn't rap, like, you could just tell, like, she had complete control of the crowd. Like, everyone was just in awe. Um, so I think it's really important that you have, like, that crowd control. Um, and there's a lot more into it than some people realize um, <clears throat> with making a good show and just getting up there and standing still and singing. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, but the next I wanted to kind of go shift towards Ferris um, for a minute. I wanted to ask um, your two songs, uh, Blondie and uh, I'm blanking right now. What's the other one called? It's uh, the other one's called Therapy with a little B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Blondie and Therapy. Yeah. I wanted to ask, um, since I know you produced, did you produce both of those? Yeah, I produced. Uh, I produced both of those. Yeah. Okay, sweet. I just wanted to kind of ask you what your production process is like, because I I really like the beat on both of those. Um, like especially Blondie, I listened to that and I was like, oh whoa, um, <clears throat> that was really cool. So I kind of wanted to ask, uh, like what that whole process is like. How you? I mean, you already kind of talked about it a little bit. Um. But like what, uh, like how do, how do you create your sound? Well, I make a lot of kind of different beats when it comes to focusing on production. I mean, I mean, usually if I'm, you know, feeling inspired, I'd always start with the beat first and kind of work towards, you know, getting lyrics done and so forth. So like usually like with Blondie, I remember I was in, I was in like Florida when I made that beat, I think. I don't know, so long ago, but um, I remember, like, I was just tired, and, like, I loaded up these keys, and I was like, man, these keys sound good. 
So I like I played them. <laughs> I don't know. Um so like one one thing that I heard with like playing the piano, like I'm not classically trained or anything, but you know, I, I play a fair deal of instruments. Um, you know, you kind of speak with your hands and I feel like that's a really good way to kind of communicate with somebody. Like you can feel, like you really feel like, oh, like this is a soft song, like the way Blondie starts off. Like this is soft and you know it's a lot more melodic so in that kind of sense it kind of starts off with the keys and i move the drums and you know i make everything on logic and my computer and that kind of thing yeah nice and then you already did kind of mention it but i gotta ask how did the the little b feature how did that come what was that whole process like oh because little b's a legend yeah oh the bass god yeah definitely yeah me and the bass god we go way back (laughs) Uh, yeah we went to kindergarten nah um mm-hmm. <laughs> but nah um so it's kind of weird how that whole like little b thing happened like because i'm like i'm the biggest fan of like like all like the rap music i listen to is like from like 2012 mm-hmm. so like that's just like who i am so like little b is like obviously really prominent like a lot of like the rappers i listen to joy badass mac miller uh earl sweatshirt you know steve's like all, all those guys like the newer kind of boom bap kind of way of, mm-hmm. of rappers i was going on especially in that time like 2012 you know so whatever era like they all mentioned like the bass god or like the bass god so like you know 2012 i was like i don't know like 10 so like mm-hmm. I, I would dig through like these articles online and i'm like the bass god <laughs> but yeah so that's kind of how i found out who Lil b was when i was like 12 and I want to say, like, January 2021, I um I had, like, this Google Drive on, like, my Twitter, and it had, like, a just a fuck ton of beats in it, like, just, like, random-ass beats, mm-hmm. just because I was working with a lot of rappers at that time who needed, like, production services and whatever, and also, I was also mixing a lot of records at that time. Um, I get, like, a DM one day from, like, Lil B, like, hey, man, like, um... You know, I really liked uh, that one beat you had on your drive. And I was like, oh, like, he's like, his, like, Twitter got hacked or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, he dropped a number. So, like, he, like, sent me his number. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, you know, whatever. Like, I'll send him the beats. Like, I'll send him a beat and, like, just see it back. This man sends me back a verse. Like, that same, like, like within, like, eight hours. Like, he sends <laughs> me back, like, a full written verse. And I was like, oh. And, like, I sat on it. I sat on, like, that whole song for, like, I don't know, like, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have any songs out yet or anything. Like, I sat on that thing for a minute. Because, like, you can't top the bass god. You can't. Never. You can't do it. You may Never. think you can, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You will not. Never. Lil B the bass god. Thank you, bass god. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how the Lil B feature happened. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mixed both those records too and mastered them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's that's so cool. I mean, it's a very low B thing to do. Um, to just click on a random link, you're like, hey. <laughs> it is a very low B <laughs> thing to do. It's like, hey, bro, I liked it. Let's let's link up. Um, because yeah, after listening to that, then I was like, man, now I want to go listen to some low B. And I was listening to little B, and now I've just for the past few days Ooh, just been listening to different little B songs. Because I, I remember finding out about him, I mean, a long time ago, but really, like, understanding who he was, like, when I was first getting into rap uh, several years ago. Yeah. And it, 
you know, it's a little hard to get into when you don't understand it. And especially, I don't know, it was like 2016 or so when I like really got into rap. So I didn't understand it at the time. And I was like, oh, is this just like all of a all a joke? Um, But now, especially like listening to it the past couple days, like he was honestly like he's really good. Like I think he doesn't get uh, near enough credit for especially like developing the sound kind of like you said um, in the early like 2010s, late 2000s. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, Lil B does deserve his place as kind of a, a legend, especially in, uh, you know, the past 10 or so years with how he really did push the sound. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Um, and that's just really interesting Definitely. that, you know, you didn't even have music out yet, but here you are sitting on a song with Lil yeah. B just like, Oh God, like, <laughs> like that is a situation. That's a good way to start your career. Right? Yeah. I was like, that's a situation like no rapper would ever really find themselves in. Um, so that's that's cool. I didn't I didn't realize he would just you know link like that, but yeah. that that's a very little B thing to do. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last but not least, we got Rose. Um, so I already kind of talked with Ferris about his beat selection, um, but I I really liked your beat selection. Um, what was it? Military Mustard. I love that song. I listened to that song like on repeat after the first time I listened to it. I love that beat. Um, and then I think that's the one with the, like the Kanye sample, the gotta get the album. You gotta get the album. And I'm a big Kanye stan. So, uh, I love that song. It kind of made me think of, um, like, uh, kind of the boom bap. I mean, uh, I really like Griselda. So West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, all of them. Um, and it kind of made me think about that. Um, and then some of your other songs like Brand New Alien uh, were kind of more like, I guess, hyper pop, kind of more high energy. Um, so you had a very big you know, variety of beats. Um, so I'm curious of what that process is like. Um, I mean, you already kind of said, you know, you start with art and kind of go backwards. Um, but what do you really look for in a beat? Um, I'll be honest. Most of my music on streaming services is YouTube type beats. Uh, it wasn't until recently that that I've been able to have Ferris produce for me, um, but usually when I'm selecting beats, I'll just be like, I'll look up, you know, Earl Sweatshirt type beat or Playboy Cardi type beat, and just go through, try to find, you know, I usually try to find more obscure producers to try to, you know, give them a little boost or whatever. Um, and when I find something that I like, I usually just write on top of that and call it a day. You can't knock the YouTube type beats. Some of them are insane. Some of them are insane quality. There's the trash ones, of course, but yeah, there's some that like I I've literally typed in West Side Gun beats before, and there's some that have like 300 views, and I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. How is this not like on everybody's album? Um, so you can't you can't knock the YouTube type beats. Um, but then I also wanted to ask, um, you kind of mentioned like your like graphic design, um, and then I know you do like photography, videography. Um, how does that really like shape your art? Like how, how does that process, you know, having that background, how does that really push your music and art in general forward? Um, I like to do a lot of sort of poppy um, art. So I think that translates into my more hyper pop sort of rager stuff. But I also like to do very like avant-garde out there abstract types of stuff so i think when i'm writing flows or like picking beats i'm usually looking for something that's sort of out there sort of like against the grain because when you know if you're going for like a a regular style every there's so many people who have done the same style 
But when you find mm-hmm. like your own unique style that just completely stands out, people are going to pay attention to that. It's definitely important kind of having not only your own sound, but your own like visual, like the visuals plays such a big part as well. Um, and some people might have great music, but if your album cover looks terrible, your songs all have terrible mm-hmm. cover art, like I, I'm not going to listen. Like I might see a cool cover art and just go listen to that song because of the cover art. Um, so the visuals and music videos as well. Um, are all an incredibly important part of the music process. Um, And then I also kind of wanted to briefly talk about, um, I know you have your clothing brand. Um, I kind of wanted to mention what that process is like um, and kind of what your future plans are for that. Yeah. um, So back in 2018, I started this brand called Attention Clothing. Uh, it's, It's gone through so many different phases of, you know, the style of what I'm trying to do. Um, Right now, I'm just, you know, focusing on on trying to make stuff that I love that I can put out into the world for other people to enjoy. So usually I just, you know, I think of something cool. I design it in Photoshop. I throw it on a, a blank shirt and I just see how it looks. And if it looks cool, you know, I, I put it up on the site and I sell it. And uh, and yeah, it's just, it's it's a labor of love. It's... um just something I like to do personally. Um, at the end of the day, if, if nobody likes it or if nobody's buying it, I still have some cool stuff to wear, you know? So yeah, that's kind of how I started this podcast was I got into kind of, I guess the creative, um, scene, uh, on Instagram and stuff by following just people that are like our age that, you know, create their own clothes, have their own businesses, um, and are incredibly successful with it. So originally I was going to make a clothing company like that as well. Um, but I'm not, currently the best graphic designer so um i decided to kind of use my powers of kind of knowing basic editing and some stuff um to kind of help connect people with that um but yeah there's i mean there's a lot of work that goes into it um and it's really important to you know kind of differentiate yourself because there's a lot of people doing it and a lot of people kind of doing the same stuff um but yeah especially and yeah like you said at the end of the day regardless you have something cool to wear um and i really like some of your designs um, like there's the one with like the red the red moon that one was pretty cool i can't remember what it said on it but there was that one uh i really like that Moon society yeah, that, that one was pretty cool um and so uh <clears throat> now i just kind of wanted to go back to everyone answering uh but i know a lot of you guys are still kind of more at the beginning of your music careers um at least in the sense of putting stuff out um so I'm curious, what would you uh, tell your past self? Like when you're first starting out, what what advice would you give yourself? Stop recording songs in a minivan. My first like 20 songs I recorded in a minivan and they just sound awful. I sat in the back seat of my mom's uh, minivan with uh, the, the Apple headphones, the microphone on those. I would record on that just like chilling in the back of this minivan. And yeah, it didn't sound good. And uh, I definitely go back and tell myself, "Hey, find a find a quiet place inside to do that." Um, if if I could go back and tell myself um, something about like the future, I would just be like, "Don't trip, because the bass guy got you, and like you don't got to worry about nothing. The rest of it is eat." Nah, I would I would probably say like. Focus on, don't don't just focus on one thing. Focus on a little bit of everything. Learn, 
be open to ideas and just work harder. There's many hours in the day. Yeah. Some advice I would give my past self would be um, to stay focused, don't do drugs, and just be yourself, like, no matter what. Other than the bass god, um, who are other artists, whether it be musicians, graphic designers, um, or someone that you would like to work with in the future? Whether that be on music, visuals, like who's like your go-to, like anybody, I pick them. I think the ultimate goal is to work not only musically, but also artistically with Kanye West, which, you know... That's a long way away, but but he's my favorite artist of all time, and, and I really look up to him a lot. If I could work with any artist or producer, it would have to be either Tyler, the creator, or Smina. Like, they're both just great as far as lyricism, just, like, wordplay. They're just phenomenal. Um, I'd say, like, a someone I want to work for or work with is, like, I would love to get a beat by uh, by Madlib. Like I would really love to produce with him and get a beat by him and work with him. I, yeah, that's something I'd love to do is rap on a Madlib beat with like someone dope. But like Joey Badass, I'd love to like get on a Madlib beat with Joey Badass. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Joey would sound pretty perfect on a Madlib beat. <laughs> Joe, Joey flows perfect on fucking anything. He's a great. That, yeah, that is true. That is true. This I'm is very facts. excited for his new album. Can't oh, wait dude. to see that. I'm like very impatient about that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since his last one. Yeah, All American Badass, dude. That was like mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah, that released on my 18th birthday, and I'm now almost 23. So he's been cooking for a while, that's for sure. This man's missing birthdays. So then also, I wanted to ask, I mean, we've kind of talked about different projects and everything that we have, you guys have cooking, but uh, what what do you guys have, like, next? What should your fans expect this year, whether it be music videos, uh, projects, um, art in general, clothing? Like, what what should everyone expect to see from you guys this year? Um, dropping tonight, so it'll probably already be out, I'm assuming, by the time this goes up. My next single, Talking to Myself, produced by Save Ferris, is going to be live. For me this year, um, let's see. Um, producing a lot of records. I'm mixing a lot of records as well. Um, I'm dropping a song pretty much every other month this year. Um, me and Feedback next month have a song together coming out called Lemonade. That drops the 15th, I'm pretty sure. and. Yeah, that's coming out, and uh, I'm an executive producer on uh, Feedback's uh, record that's coming out called Phases, and that should be out sometime, uh, summertime, we're aiming for, so, yeah. I kind of talked about uh, what you guys want to do this year and your, you know, soon upcoming plans, but where do you guys really see yourself in the next, say, five years, ten years from now? Like, where do you want to be musically, artistically? Where do you guys really see yourself? I just want to keep getting better, you know, keep putting out stuff that I love, keep putting out stuff that other people love. Um, yeah, just continuing to, to, to grow as an artist in general, whether that's graphic design or music or producing, just getting as good as I can get. Um, I don't know, in five years, I'd like to, 
I'd like to have um, a bigger discography, a wider range. Um, I like to go on a bigger tours and yeah, that kind of thing. I'd love to do that. And I'd love to work with some faces that I've wanted to work with in the past, uh, this past year that I wasn't able to quite yet. Yeah. That's what I'd like to do. Where do I see myself in the next five to 10 years? Uh, hopefully mentally, spiritually, uh, physically just well and fit in all areas uh just uh financially in a better space um musically i would like to have a bigger audience to speak to uh i see myself doing more shows and more like uh and more things for the youth and uh just getting myself out there you know getting the exposure that i need so, uh, yeah. Sweet. Um, and so, I mean, you guys kind of talked about your goals this year, your goals in the future far off. Um, what do you think your biggest challenges will be with, like, becoming a better artist? Like, um, or <clears throat> like you said, Ferris, like, what, what do you think will be the toughest, toughest thing about reaching those goals and actually attaining them? That's a good question. I think the toughest thing to, like, maybe obtain those kinds of goals is, you know, just the... Maybe, I don't know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. You know, the people you know, the people you don't know, um, that kind of thing. I mean, I'd say, like, the I'd leave it up to the art and just kind of let, you know, my music speak for itself when it comes to those kinds of goals. And, you know, just, you know, if I feel like, you know, I feel like we all, all three of us feel this way. You know, if you put the work in, you can really accomplish what you want to do. You know, so I'd say, you know, letting my work kind of speak for itself in that kind of manner as to achieving those kinds of goals in the next few years. Um, I think the, the biggest challenges with attaining my goals would probably just be staying unique because I've never wanted to be that rapper that just does the same style as everybody's, you know, using the same flows, same wordplay. So I think the biggest challenge will be continuing to, you know, discover new, new flows and new, new rhymes and, you know, just, just trying to keep my sound as unique as possible and as, as tailored to myself as possible. I think for me, like my biggest challenge is myself, just, um, always second guessing and doubting my art and like my skills and stuff and just I don't know, just I don't know, like my thoughts and stuff so I just have to learn how to gain control of that and just make the art that I want to make and if I'm happy then that's all that matters really so yeah um okay lastly um anything uh you guys want to shout out you know social media links I'll put all that stuff but any last any last final thoughts you guys have shout out to base god Shout out to him. Shout out to Lil B. Definitely. Shout out Nate. Nate's a, Nate's the bro. Big shout out to Nate. Had Nate not prayed on my downfall, I wouldn't be here with Zell. So shout out to Nate. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FeedbackOTW. I don't really have any shout outs. So I just say, you know, shout out my girlfriend, I guess. Uh, 
she's a huge supporter of my music. She's, uh, she's really driving me to, to push for my goals and, and try to make this, this music thing, a, a, a career and, you know, something I can actually support myself off of. So yeah, shout out to my girl. <laughs> I was going to shout out the biggest supporter. Um, but yeah, other than that, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on. Um, I wish you guys all best of luck with all your, you know, projects, songs coming out. Um, and I'll definitely be there to listen to the new album. But thank you guys for coming. Definitely.